found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's Monday. This is Columbus Day. For uh, those to the north, it's uh, Thanksgiving Day in Canada. Mm. And here we are, ready for another week. I'm so ready. Matthew, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? We can go well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotta check out the weekend deal. See how things went. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. We've got to recap our uh, football stuff. Notre Dame. (laughs) got by. (laughs) But to be fair, all right, Virginia Tech, I mean, that's, that's an incredibly tough environment to play in. Yeah. And, uh. I didn't watch the whole game. I watched the last, I don't know, quarter. So they got by. They did. So you know, it's all it takes is a win mm-hmm. to get the victories. You know, with that in mind, Alabama got beat. Yes, they did. How about that? Yes. Tough break, Alabama. Mm, so sad. We're so. And so, they dropped a fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Was uh, who'd they play? Texas Tech, Texas A and M, A and M. They were not ranked, were they? No. Okay. I don't think if they were. I think you just sometimes get up for teams, you know. And you Wasn't the game like fifty-one up. to forty-eight or something? That I mean, it was a pretty high-scoring affair. Yeah. <clears throat> Last second to win there. What a thriller! Mm. I don't think IU or Purdue played. Yeah, I don't think so either. So. Colts have the day off. They'll play tonight mm-hmm. at Baltimore. Green Bay Packers. Will Mason Crosby have a gig today? The field goal kick. He missed an extra point and three field goals. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. In fact, this, uh, okay. From two minutes plus, just to, I don't know, maybe 220 left. In regular, in, in in the fourth quarter, okay. To overtime, he and the field goal kicker for Cincinnati missed a f- combined five <laughs> field goals. <laughs> it was just what's happening here. And then when he finally hits it Man. to win the game, it's a fifty-one yarder. I'm thinking, well, he's going to shank that again. But boy, it was right down the gut. And so I. Was there a weird cross breeze going on? No, they, they, they were just, both um, missing that no, bad? Just, now, the, uh, I'll give Cincinnati's kicker some credit because I think his boot was 57 or 58 mm. that he missed. I mean, they're clanking crossbars the whole deal. I mean, it's quite a spectacle. Okay? <laughs> it's just. What a tough job. Yeah. I mean, being a kicker. <laughs> so they won. The Bears won. Vikings and that uh, they won for Viking. I know we got some Viking fans, and um, I don't know what else to uh, right to really touch on. But the the Vikings did beat the mighty Detroit Lions mm. by two, nineteen seventeen. <laughs> Detroit and Jacksonville, I think, are still the two teams with no wins, and Arizona's five and zero. Oh. They're the team with the best record. So there's our NFL college recap. There you go. So will Urban Meyer have a job? 
All right, now tell everyone what's going on with this. I don't know. This okay, was this right. was given to me secondhand. Okay, secondhand. So he was playing, was it Cleveland? Were they playing in Cleveland? Or what, no, it was, where was it? Somewhere in Ohio. Would this have been this week? No. Okay, the last week? A couple weeks ago. Okay. But the team, the, the rest of the team left, and he stayed back to visit with family yeah. and friends, and yeah. I guess a, an establishment he owns. Say, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, this was all told to me secondhand. Okay. I've not... I don't. I don't care. So, <laughs> this is this is all given to me secondhand. Yeah. And he's at this bar, I guess. Yeah, yeah I know. And this did, young lady comes. Did some dancing. Dancing in front of him. Yeah. And that's all. That's as okay. far as I know. Yeah. See, I. You know, I. No, you know. According to his wife, she still supports him. Right. They all say that. Right. You know, what's going on behind closed doors? Who knows? Okay, but uh, but again, you know, so what? He's dancing a little, you know, having a good time. So I don't. But that was it. Like they were trying to get him to dance, and he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't really having it. Yeah. And so this girl came over and danced in front of him. I guess. Yeah. I just. I don't know. You know. I, I don't know. I really. This. That's what's been told. You okay. know. Like I said, I don't. I don't care. I'm just not. You know, sure that anything really terrible happened. But. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you just get picked on. Because he had issues at Ohio State. Yeah. You know, so it did. I just think sometimes stuff will keep with you. No matter what you do. Yeah. You're never right. So, I guess we'll see how that develops. Who's he coached for now? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. See, they're not very good. Because he got, he got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And Jacksonville, they've not won. No. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I can't. But with the kid of the caliber of Trevor Lawrence as your, like, quarterback going forward, they, they should be yeah, yeah. They should be a good team. Yeah, you would think. In a couple, three years. Yeah. They should be one to look out for, I would think. We would think. Even, honestly, with Urban Meyer at the helm, I mean, he's proven he can win, at least at the college level. He did it at Florida and Ohio State. Yeah. So, we'll not, see. Not without controversy, yeah. but, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. You know, I've seen bits and pieces of this incident, but I really don't know all the details. Right. So, as far as I can tell, I've not heard anything that was outrageously terrible. And that's how it was relayed to me when I was like, so what's going on? Yeah. And it's actually my brother who was telling me okay. about it. You know, he's like, it's not like he did anything. It's not like he was inappropriately you know doing whatever and our coach is not allowed to go to a bar <laughs> you know? i mean the guy's just living he's living he's a legend urban meyer <laughs> he goes do you know who i am probably you, to that young lady do you know who i am <laughs> i was going through this you know our uh alan james is from wisconsin yeah this from the uh, county health rankings and roadmaps, 24-7 Wall Street. <laughs> okay. They identified the U.S. counties with the highest excessive drinking rates. The top 50 counties are all in the upper Midwest. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota. Wow. And Wisconsin holds the top 10. 
counties in Wisconsin. Yeah, they do. Wow. Wow. I guess there's just nothing better to do. <laughs> of course, that's where, you know, beer making really got its roots. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Wisconsin. For sure, yeah. But uh, this is reporting binge or heavy drinking. And they're uh, roughly at 30%. So binge drinking is defined as consumption of more than four drinks in a single occasion. For women, more than five drinks for men. Okay. And I'm sure none of us have ever done that. There's people listening going, and? (laughs) That's just a start. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But they're all in Wisconsin, the top 10. Yeah, it is. Wow. That's just, uh, what is it about the upper Midwest? Is it the weather? It is the winter sets in. You watch the Packers. (laughs) Drink some beer. Or the Vikings. Yeah. So I don't... I don't know, man. Wisconsin's real heavy. So if you go up there, expect to probably have a relatively good time. <laughs> okay. The uh, number one county is Outagami County in Wisconsin. 31%. 31% of adults say that they binge or heavy drink. One third, basically. Of that county. <laughs> and that's heavy drinking is defined as more than one drink a day on average for women, more than two drinks a day for men. All right. <laughs> so head up north if you're looking for a good time. It's 632. We'll uh, check news now with Karen. This is Tidbits. Here it is, 640 on this Monday, Columbus Day. Now, there's been talk of removing Columbus Day from... I was going to say, is it still called that? Or Yeah, it's still so far. All right. They wouldn't have to worry up in Canada because it's Thanksgiving Day. You're kind of obsessed with that. Well, you know, I, I like the thought of having Thanksgiving in October. <laughs> okay. Because the way it works out, you know, you've got that, what, one month between... You've got Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. Yeah. And then it's over. Then it's, and now you're done. You don't have anything. No, not till. It's a long time. Yeah. Like you got Easter. Memorial Day. Then, well, Easter. You got yeah. Easter in there. Yeah. We, got, we got Valentine's Day. That's not an off day. No. Same reason. This says that shelves at the grocery store here in the U.S. won't be back to normal until oh, next year. Jeez. Supply chain issues are leading to a lack of several items at stores, including things like Rice Krispies, their treats. No. Sour Patch Kids. Oh. <laughs> Some Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavors. Is that really what they're listening? Yeah, it is. <laughs> McCormick Gourmet Spices and Marie Callender's Pot Pies. Now, I know all of you have those for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> So they're a little low in supply. Some suppliers are also telling grocers to cancel their promotions of these items and more over the holidays so these items won't disappear from store shelves as quickly. This means that stores won't have all the things that you're looking for heading to the holidays, especially with the lack of spices. 
Shoppers may not be able to find some of their favorite products. Luckily, you should have plenty of spices in the back of your cabinet. They've just been sitting there for How often do you use them? Right. You should be fine. But shoppers will still have plenty of options like most of these companies' core products. So I think they just like giving you scary stuff. Oh, for sure. Oh, geez. Oh, gee. I got to go get stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I need that for pumpkin pie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For sure, there's a lot of that going on. And if you're looking for costumes and decorations for Halloween, folks are finding empty store shelves due to the supply chain. Spirit Halloween says that the company's experienced a few scares this Halloween with product delays and increased shipping costs. Mm. While Home Depot sold out of their uh, pre-release Halloween products almost immediately this year. Wow. There are several supply chain issues that are causing the shortages, including the backlog of those container ships at ports here in the U.S. Are those guys just sitting out there? <laughs> do they do they have enough grub on board to keep going? <laughs> or do they have little boats come out and get them and they just anchor? I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> do you know how it works? I mean, can't you get those things unloaded somehow? Well, not if there's people. Well, come on. Come on. It's just, I can't, uh, and that's been months they've been talking about that. And again, this is something I don't know, like, the ins and outs of, so I can't speak on this, I feel, you know. And then that ship that, uh, what was it, uh, that was going through the locks at, oh, the, uh, that ship that, yeah, yeah, the one that got cockeyed and blocked everything. I think they were wise guys anyway, because they were out at sea making patterns. Oh, they did. They, yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. So they were wise guys. <laughs> okay. And they should be in big trouble for what they did. Which is what you want to do with a multi-million dollar ship with yeah. billions of dollars of product. Go draw it. Because it was one of the largest ships yeah. that are out there. Yeah. All right. Now, this pertaining to... I a, forgot about that part yeah, of it. They were wise guying <laughs> out at sea. Okay. And then they got caught. Uh, they sure did. Jammed into the canal, and uh, that the Suez Canal. I don't remember what it, it was. Uh, it was uh, bigger than that, no, I think. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I do remember they were making a pattern out at sea. <laughs> okay, it's like it was um, popular entry area where you got to go through. So that the what's the one at the Philippines? Hold on. See, I'm, man, I need to refresh your course in school. Panama. Wasn't it the Panama? No, it was Suez Canal. Was it Suez? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were monkeying around. Now, this is unbelievable to me, but... Ten, that, sh- that, that ship was 1,300 feet long. 1,300 feet. So imagine how far you've got to go to make this pattern that they were making at sea. Right. And what are you doing? Get in there, get your stuff through, and, you know, they probably all still have jobs <laughs> because, yeah. you know, there's a need for workers. Ten people in Pennsylvania have uh, completely abandoned their car at an airport parking lot. Ten cars sitting in the lost property at Pittsburgh International, and they've been there at least two years. Just sitting there. Yeah. Now the airport's having an auction to get rid of these cars, most of which don't have keys for obvious reasons. 
And these aren't necessarily crappy cars that someone would just forget about. A 2015 Mini Cooper, Countryman S, a 2002 BMW 530i, a 1999 Nissan Maxima, a 2005 Chevy Trailblazer, an 09 GMC Acadia, a 2009 Nissan Titan, a 2013 GMC Terrain, a 2005 Toyota Sienna minivan, a 2007 Pontiac G6, and a 2007 Chevy Impala. Now, how do you do that? What's the story here, man? I would love to know the story behind this. Like, they just... Did they run away and just disappear? Right. That's a lot of vehicles. Wow. And how often does this happen? I don't know. But uh, you could probably get a pretty good deal there. Yeah. Of course, what's it cost to get a key? And what about the computer chips? Oh, we can't get those. Okay, so. But if he's just reeking a <laughs> 05 Chevy Trailblazer, that shouldn't be too bad, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know when they started using those predominantly in vehicles. Let's say at most, maybe 300 bucks. Okay. Not bad if you can get a steal on the vehicle. Yeah. Well, let's see. What else is going on here, Matthew? I ran into, um, do you, see, I like boxing and of course I'm not going to pay what they want for pay-per-view. Right. But the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight was a good one. Yeah. Fury knocked Wilder out in the 11th. Some are calling it one of the greatest heavyweight fights of all time. Wow. And the, uh, fourth round. Deontay knocked Fury to the canvas. After Fury got up, Deontay dropped him again. Mm. In the 10th, Fury connected with a heavy right that knocked Deontay down. In the 11th, Fury again landed a big right, sending Deontay to the canvas. And the ref immediately stopped the fight. A lot of times, heavyweights don't do a whole lot. You know, they're just... Yeah. But, man, these guys are throwing it. Okay? (laughs) Did you watch the highlights? They're there, though. Yeah. Maybe you can watch. I'm telling you what, that uh, Fury's like six foot seven. I mean, he's he's a big boxer, <laughs> and he throws a mean punch. Sure. So that would have been a good one to watch. You would have got your money's worth. Uh, yeah, for you know? sure. Because uh, that fight was uh, called in the 11th, scheduled for 15. So uh, highlights galore in that uh, particular fight. So this will probably be a movie someday. That's oh, what you're saying. You think? Well, I don't know if they can find anybody. What was the guy that played Lurch? He'd be the only character Jeez. you could find. <laughs> Lurch. <clears throat> You'd have to have a Lurch play Tyson. Then they have that guy in like, like, like riser boots and stuff too. I don't know. <clears throat> so who won this again? I Fury. Okay. Because they uh, boxed. The first time, this is the third time around. Right. First time was a draw. Fury won the second and then won this one. So, And probably they're already asking for a rematch. Hmm. And this, um, from a driver in Maine ticketed after getting distracted by Kit Kat chocolate bars <laughs> and veering over the center line. Gosh. Police say an officer saw the driver go over the center line and pulled him over. The driver admitted to eating a Kit Kat bar, which caused him to be distracted. (laughs) 
According to police, he had chocolate on his fingers and an empty Kit Kat wrapper in his feet. He was summoned for failure to maintain control of a motor vehicle. Seriously? They no gave warning. him a t- they gave no warning. I <laughs> <laughs> gave him a ticket. Nice. Police said next time we urge people to wait until oh. they get to their destination to break off a piece of Kit Kat bar. That's just kind of mean. He was telling the truth. He had, you know, evidence. <laughs> Look at my hands, officer. <laughs> so uh, be careful. Well, how, I wonder how far across the center line no, he went. See, that could have been. Yeah. Trying to break off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Right. I got pulled over for that once. Over center? Yeah. What were you doing? Um, my car was just a piece of junk. And it, <laughs> it just pulled. It had very poor alignment, and I was constantly fighting it. And um, the officer was like, it was super early in the morning. I was on my way to work, and and uh, he's like, I just want to make sure you're okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. It's just this car is a piece of crap, and I'm constantly fighting it. Oh, Matt. And he let me go. Only you. Yeah. <laughs> it's 651. That'll do it for today. I guess I'll uh, see you tomorrow. All right. See you, All buddy. Right, see you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.